what is up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities i'm trista that makes me steven and today we're covering a cryptid from idaho that may have a shady secret government connection oh okay okay we're getting back into government shit now yeah maybe a little bit of conspiracy with your cryptid today Ooh, you know that i've been building some conspiracy theories of my own all right let's 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 dive into some more today we're discussing the Poundery Pablo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I want to call it that, and I know that it looks like Pandorial Paddler, it which does. is almost what I ended up calling it for this episode, which would have been um embarrassing. And the only reason I learned that it was pronounced Poundery is because my dad learned that from some fishing show that he was watching. One time. <laughs> so I was like, shout out, dad, and you trout fishing shows that you watch <laughs> and i'll try not to say pound like a louisiana yeah. <laughs> creole man uh, for some reason pound and fucking big hannaford road in centralia <laughs> are like the two that uh, don't forget it, about little hannaford and little hannaford <laughs> it brings out the little tiny southern gentleman that lives inside <laughs> of me okay He's so, got a he's got like little hankies constantly dabbing sweat off of his forehead <laughs> while he's talking to you. He's like, oh, the humidity <laughs> off of Big Hannaford is just <laughs> terrible. Oh shit! <laughs> so the Ponderay Paddler is a lake monster that is rumored to live inside the depths of yes, you guessed it, Idaho's Lake Ponderay. And I swear, I'm gonna accidentally say Pandorial sometime reading this because when you look at it. That's that's what it looks like. Kind of fun. I should have like typed it out phonetically. We'll cover the history of the sightings of this lake monster and explore some theories about what this monster could really be and where it came from. Let's get into it. Idaho's Lake Ponderay is a big lake located in the upper northeastern part of the state. Around Sandpoint, Idaho, the lake has a depth of 1,150 feet and is 43 miles long. Sightings of the Ponderay Paddler began in the 1900s and picked up considerably in the 1940s, with witnesses reporting a large creature with a long neck, kind of like how Nessie, the famous Loch Ness Monster, is described. Most of these people who claimed to see the lake monster weren't believed, and their sightings were written off for the most part. So what is this, like the third or fourth American Nessie I've heard about? Kind of fun, though. I do, I do like a good American Nessie. I do love a good lake monster story. I really like the like water-based cryptids. I don't know. I like to think that just because this one's in Idaho, it's like probably like a light tan, kind of like a potato. I was about to say potato colored. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now I'm kind of imagining it as like a big potato with like little arms and legs, and it's cute. And then if Tennessee has one, it's probably wearing a trucker hat that says <laughs> Hank or Bocephus or Bocephus. He's probably got two. He's probably got one that says Hank and one that says Bocephus. <laughs> That could be like a Dale Earnhardt one. Oh yeah, that could that could be anywhere else in the South too. That could be like Florida, either either of the Carolinas, or even in Georgia. <laughs> oh, absolutely in Georgia. As sightings of the creature continued, the locals officially dubbed the creature the Ponderay Paddler. In 1985, a woman named Julie Green claimed to have seen the monster. Julie was with her friends when the monster appeared about 150 feet away from them. They described the sighting as something huge and fantastic. It was a large gray-colored thing which raced across the lake. 
seemingly partially above and below the surface of the water. Okay, gray, gray, but you know, I mean, that's it's not it's not too far off. All right, you know. It's very Nessie-esque. Very, very Nessie-esque, yeah. Sightings of the creature continued into the 1990s, all with similar descriptions of the alleged water beast. In the mid-90s, it was reportedly spotted by a family on vacation at the lake. On March 29, 2007, a photographer named Jay Mock, who worked for the River Journal, captured a photo of a dark blob on the lake surface. You know me. I love an ominous dark blob on a lake surface. Oh, who doesn't love an ominous dark blob? They should advertise that more. More lakes should be like, hey, what's that in the lake? Every every lake should just start making up that there's something in the lake. That's, Come check that's out our ominous... <laughs> Come... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what were you saying? I was going to say every lake in America should have its own cryptid. <laughs> it should no they should it definitely should every 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 tiny little lake every lake should have their own little cryptid to like draw up some attention and whatnot and then the, i feel like the other of the every other they should have the ones that say come check out our ominous dark blob ominous ominous dark blob come check out our ominous dark blob my dad told me that there was a lake monster in capital lake when i was a kid and he named it cappy that's a good name right let's just start spreading that so every time i drive past that lake now and i see like a stick or something i'm like oh it's cappy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let's make an entire episode the let's algae just... actually killed him back in 2015 dude yes the new zealand uh, mud snails let's also make a whole fucking, yes, let's make a whole fucking episode about this let's, <laughs> make, let's make a whole fucking episode dude that's it i'll try to write up some fucking backstory and shit how far back do you want this to start? We'll, we'll, we'll do this after the show. We're creating a cryptid hoax live on air. Yes. Yes. That's a Patreon special if I've ever thought of one. Yes! <laughs> Whether the Ponderé Paddler actually exists depends on which resident you ask. One of our sources, the Cedar Post, did an article about the cryptid where they interviewed several students to get their opinions on things. One, Tristan Othior. Mm -hmm. And we know that Tristan's an authority because, like, that's the guy version of my name. <laughs> uh, he said, hell yeah, I think it's real. I believe the Loch Ness Monster is a popoplesiosaur that survived the asteroid and through the Ice Age. I like this guy. Yeah, me too. Hell yeah, sure. I like this theory. I like this dude. I like it. I like it. I know he said that with confidence because it started oh, with, yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Another <laughs> I think that was a plesiosaur that survived an asteroid <laughs> and through the Ice Age, brother. It's definitely what that's got to be. <laughs> that's probably more accurate to how that was said. Another student, Autumn Lobner, not as cool, thought otherwise, saying, no, I don't believe in a kind of creature like that. A lot of people say that it hasn't been proven, that it doesn't exist, but what evidence is there to prove that it does, and evidence can be faked? Okay, word, but I mean, like, do have you any evidence? You ever had a little fun? Yeah for once in your life you ever, sorry you ever you ever have any fun you ever go down a slide you ever you ever sit in a swing and just and just get just just push off for a little bit with the local opinions out on the table i think now is a good time to get into some theories on what the ponderay paddler could be starting with the most likely a submarine bullshit can you at least hear out my evidence before you bullshit no it is it is a plesiosaur <laughs> You see, 
1942, a submarine testing facility was opened on the lake. Beginning in 1946, the base used model submarines to help develop real ones, capable of being invisible to sonar. The location of this base was chosen by Eleanor Roosevelt, and most of the testing was done in the middle parts of the lake, where it was the deepest. This also coincides with the location of most of the lake monster sightings. Most of the monster sightings occurred between Green Monarchs and Bayview, and this was the site of most of the model submarine testing. Cool, but bullshit. I still think it's dinosaur. I want to believe is dinosaur. <laughs> the submarine theory is one that Jim McLeod, a teacher at North Idaho College, believes. He's been investigating the paddler for over 15 years now, and this is the theory that he believes in the most. And McLeod makes some convincing points. The Spokesman Review quoted him saying, I think that the Navy directly or indirectly perpetuated the monster rumor for some time to disguise what they had been doing in the lake. They did not want the public sticking their noses in it. There is something behind these creature sightings, and I think I have found my answer. Okay, you know, honestly, okay, fine. It's submarines, and I'm okay with the soldiers being like, yeah, no, it's a lake monster, man. Don't fucking worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's just a lake monster. Like, that's not going to draw more attention, though. Right? That's more people looking at the lake. But also, they were like, don't worry about it. It's a big monster. I feel like that's also what maybe the beginning, maybe, maybe the end of the beginning, and you're getting into the middle of, like, comic book stuff. And, like, all of those fun little pulps that, like, kids were reading and, like, adults were kind of into as well about, like, the monsters and weird shit like that. And, yeah, so I could kind of I could kind of see that and just leading it on to people like that instead of just – it's not submarines. It's – we're not doing anything over there. So it's uh, lake monsters. <laughs> well, McLeod isn't usually one for conspiracy theories. He says that if the Navy did invent the creation of this cryptid to serve as a distraction from the submarine testing – he commends them on their good job. He said, it's been a good laugh for everybody along the way, I think. While diving into the mystery of the paddler, McLeod discovered that most of the monster sightings picked up around the time, and places, where the submarine testing was happening. He formed this theory by going through documents, talking to military personnel, and talking with people who had claimed to see the creature, and noting the similarity of the periscope neck, big body, and long tail reported by witnesses of the creature. Wow, this dude just got this information by also talking to military personnel. Those guys, not very good at their job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fully imagine those conversations just like happening in a bar. Like he just like sits down next to one of them and he's like, so. Submarines, huh? <laughs> right. Uh... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, I wanted to say loose lips sink ships, but I mean, submarines, it's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that one to do so well. <laughs> In fact, one of the first sightings of the creature happened around the Farragut. Farragut? Farragut? <laughs> I don't know how to say it, and I didn't want to say That's Farragut. That's a fun one. That's so, fun so for some way. reason, my brain committed to Farragut. I got real sweet as chef with it. Farragut. <laughs> so uh, it happened around this uh, naval training center. <laughs> Um, on the lake, which is now uh, that same name, State Park. The, the Navy denies the sighting ever occurred, but that did not stop the uh, Farragut news from reporting a tongue-in-cheek article about it, complete with a photo. Which is like, how can you deny it if there's a photo? 
it's very shaggy it wasn't me of the navy to be like oh that lake monster not ours <laughs> oh that that we uh, was ever so obviously perpetrated yeah no that's not us i know you got it on the camera it wasn't me like i just <laughs> the u.s military though disputes mcleod's theory of course they will the spokesman review featured a quote by Commander Rick Scholes, who heads the Navy's David Taylor Acoustic Research Center in Bayview, that read, The Navy would not go to that extent or effort to create some story to cover up the fact that we are involved in submarine testing. I think that is definitely false. But I can't say that in the past, an employee sitting at a bar didn't lean over to a buddy and say, Hey, did you know? That sort of thing. It's weird that they reached out to a dude about acoustic guitars to talk about this. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually the manager at the Guitar Center, too. <laughs> Sightings of the creature again picked up in the 70s, and during this time, the Bayview base was testing torpedoes. The methods to test the model submarines and torpedoes was to tow them to the bottom of the lake and then release them. When they broke the surface of the lake, they would sometimes shoot 20 to 40 feet into the air. Other testing events involved towing objects just below the lake surface using 300-foot cables. This sounds fucking rad! I want to <laughs> witness this shit! That's immediately what I thought. I was like, I want to see a fucking model submarine go shoot <laughs> 40 feet up out of a lake. That That's sick! killer! Could you imagine just you and all your friends in, like, chairs on the lake edge just, like, oh, cracking open a cold one with the boys? Dude, no wonder they were telling people it was a fucking lake monster and don't fucking worry about it. These motherfuckers were smoking Halloween and watching these fucking... They were just like... All right, send it off, man. <laughs> Look at that fucker go. What do you think that is, like, 50 feet? Um, and I totally, when I was reading about the uh, the objects that were being towed just underneath the lake surface, I'm like, oh my god, I can totally see how that would create like a like the great, big the... animal wake. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Where people would think that that was like, I don't know, a monster moving through the lake. McLeod said, I don't think it was policy of the military to concoct this story, but I certainly think that they helped foster the lake monster myth to their benefit if they didn't instigate it. Even if the Navy didn't create the Paddler myth, they certainly played along with it. Which I was about to actually say. How much do you think if it was the Navy just being like, oh, don't fucking worry about it, it's a lake monster. Or just somebody just being in the town just being like, oh, lake monster. Oh. And then the Navy being like, well, that's convenient. I think it was probably the second one. <laughs> like everyone started freaking out about it being a lake monster and they were like, oh. like, you know, like they were like a sigh of relief. They were like, oh, great. They're not going to be suspicious of like military testing. They think it's a giant creature in the lake <laughs> the base once held an open house event where they played some recordings of noises that they'd captured in the lake they capped it off by pulling a prank and playing a reported recording of the sound the paddler makes mcleod said i think the navy has a long history of perpetuating the myth the business with the paddler noise is just another example other theories on the paddler's identity run from an honest to god lake monster or perhaps a family of eels living in the lake, which is the current theory running about the Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> or some sort of giant fish like a sturgeon. For me, at least, I'm inclined to believe the submarine theory because it seems the most likely, and it sure explains a lot of the weirder details of this cryptid. And, you know, just like the, like, the sightings were mainly where they were testing them. Um, they popped up at the same time that, like, the military base showed up. To me, it's pretty clear that, like... As much as I would love the pound of rape <laughs> to come up on the shore and share a towel glass of sweet tea with me, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I was talking shit earlier, but I yeah, no, I think it would be rad to go see these fucking model submarines just shoot up fucking 40 feet in the air and then just <laughs> whoa. That would actually be sick as hell. Yeah, I want to add that to like my like things that I would like time travel back and see now that I know the existence of. Wait a minute. I wonder if there's some there's gotta be some footage of this shit. I oh man, I gotta do some diving after this. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that dark blob photo. I'm still intrigued by that one. Oh hell yeah! Thank you for listening to Olympia Oddities. Be sure to check out our new Tea Public shop, where you can buy yourself a shirt, mug, sticker, or more. You can search Olympia Oddities podcast or find the link in our Instagram bio, which is also at Olympia Oddities podcast. Be sure to follow our podcast so you get all of the paranormal encrypted goodness in your feed. And if you want to help us out a ton, you can do that by leaving us a five star rating. And we're excited to announce that we've partnered with 16% Nation as affiliates. And if you didn't know, their name comes from the fact that 16% of Americans think that Bigfoot's a real thing. I'd like to be in that percentile. They're, they're the good ones. The good people. Oh, yeah. The Bigfooters of America. The Bigfoot truthers of America. The Mothmans. And they make the cutest cryptid plushes. Like, seriously, I'm, like, drooling over them. And some fantastic cryptid posters that I seriously want to get and decorate all over our podcasting space. You can use our code CRYPTIDLOVE, that's all caps, all all one word, CRYPTIDLOVE, for free shipping. Head to the Olympia Oddities Instagram page or our Facebook group for more details to learn more. I'm Trista, and my personal Instagram is at SaloonGhost. I'm Steven, and you can find me at my carburetor is fucked, so now I gotta find a garage to get my bike fixed. And until next time, friends.